1: HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today.
2: From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George
1: Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, The Armstrong and Getty Show. I recognize everything that I've said in the past in my prior positions. I recognize that people are going to call me a hypocrite. And any time I've said anything, I said it with the information I had at that moment. And I said it based on someone that's trying to compete for the PGA Tour and our players. And so I accept those criticisms. But circumstances do change. And I think that, you know, in looking at the big picture and looking at it this way, that's what got us to this point.
0: So that's the PGA commissioner. PGA is a professional golf, the professional golf league. Well, it was the professional golf league up until a couple of years ago. That's the whole point of the story. Then the Saudis started their own to compete against it and hired away some of the best players. Before you tune out, if you're not a golf fan, let me tell you, I'm not a golf fan. I don't watch golf, and I don't know the names of any of these players. But I became interested in this story yesterday when I fully realized what was going on here. So the Saudis who want to be players in all kinds of different ways, particularly uh, MBS. Is that are those his letters? BMW, MG, MGB, MBS, TFN, LOL, MBS. Um, <laughs> Uh, RBF. That's what I've got. My face. Um, uh, so MBS. He wanted. To, he, he wants to be a big uh, 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 uh chic and um uh, and start this golf league. And so he hired away some of the best players in the world for just insane amounts of money, like hundreds of millions of dollars to come play in the league. And uh, uh, the thing was that some players turned down the money. Like, some of the biggest players in the world, well, Tiger Woods turned it down. He's in a different category, though, because for all kinds of reasons he he doesn't need money so him turning it, you know, what's he going to do with more money? But some people think he probably turned down, like, $750 750 million, maybe three quarters of a billion dollars. But some other players that probably still could stand to make some money um, turned down like 200, 300 million dollars with the idea of, I'm not going to go play for the Saudis. The Saudis attacked us on 9 11. The Saudis, you know, they bone saw dissidents. They, they, they treat women horribly, human rights violations, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't feel good about myself if I played for the Saudis. Well, now they're playing for the Saudis, whether they like it or not, because the Two leagues merged, and that's what Jay Monahan, the guy who ran the PGA, was talking about. I realize I'm a hypocrite here. I said, you know, we're going to stand up for what's all good and decent in the world. We're like Captain America over here, but now I guess we're in bed with the Saudis. So here's an explanation of how the whole thing uh, rolled out yesterday. 77.
1: After two years of seeing the Saudi-backed live golf tour compete against the PGA, today the unthinkable. They're merging. The Combined Golf League is so new, it doesn't yet have a name, but already is drawing outrage because, like Liv Golf, it would be financed in part by the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund. And it was with that financing that Liv managed to poach big names with big money up front. Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson. Those players accused of selling out by joining a tour backed by Saudi Arabia, a country accused of human rights abuses, including the murder of Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi. And tonight, a group representing 9-11 families saying our entire 9-11 community has been betrayed by Commissioner Monaghan and the PGA
0: so i don't know if i fully buy into that or not um as joe was making the point earlier we got so many dealings with china which with all due respect to the evils of uh, saudi arabia and their their princes over the years uh they don't hold a candle to what china is currently doing in the world or would like to do in the world and uh we we do you know the nba's and nike and apple and everybody is involved with china so eh, i don't know Uh, that's a little wishy-washy here's the fox version of the story with william lodginess
2: unresolved however is how players and fans handle the saudis ownership
0: of global professional golf Essentially, what Saudi Arabia has done is it has acquired legitimacy. The Saudi investment fund is headed by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who President Biden called responsible for the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Money talks in sport after all. But I think there are people in sport. There are athletes. There are participants. There are fans who really object to this. Yeah, okay, so you keep throwing out the name of this one guy, the Washington Post reporter who probably was abducted and killed at the orders of MBS. That's the reason that there shouldn't be a golf league or you shouldn't do business in Saudi Arabia? The Chinese, you wouldn't have time to list all the dissidents that they have jailed, tortured, and murdered over the last several years because they do it by the hundreds and thousands. Did you follow the story over the weekend as they tried to have the annual commemoration of Tiananmen Square in Hong Kong? Now that China runs Hong Kong, how they wiped the streets of protesters and they're all in jail and who knows what's happening to them. Yeah. So come on. So you get to throw out the name of one bone saw dissident and that's supposed to make a difference to me there's lots of evil countries in the world china being the premier one and we do business with them all the time so it just seems odd to me that we're making such a big deal out of saudi arabia in this particular instance uh this is jim gray a uh, longtime sports caster who i never really liked but he's commenting on this and if they can move forward i think that people at some point are going to forget about all of this sports washing people just move on with their lives and at this point they've taken profits over principle but uh, there was really nowhere to go, and there was tremendous, tremendous troubles, legal troubles for both sides going forward, and I'm sure they didn't want that exposed. But couldn't you make the argument that every company doing business in China, which is a heck of a lot of companies, is taking profit over principle? All of Nike, all of Apple, um, all the all the stores that have so much Chinese stuff in the, on the shelves? I mean, come on. I, again, I, I, b- I believe this is... um. A little odd that we're making such a big deal out of Saudi Arabia when we ignore China. But uh, I want to hear this from... This is Jay Monahan, who runs the PGA, as we said. This was him in June of 22 on how he felt about players who went over to play for the
1: Saudis. And I would ask, you know, any player that has left or any player that would ever consider leaving, have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour?
0: So that's where you get into the whole he, he realizes he's a hypocrite thing and that uh, you'd never have to apologize for being a scumbag if you're playing in the PG. <laughs> Oops, sorry about that. I guess we're all together now.
3: Yeah, you're not used to consorting with murderers, are you? Well, get used to it. I love this tweet from Scott Van Pelt of uh, ESPN. So you preach loyalty to a tour and convince your guys not to take eight or nine figure deals based in part on that loyalty and in part on the source of the money. Then those guys find out on Twitter, you took the very same money.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty mad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why do you think this is getting held to such a different standard than we hold China, though? I Are mean, businesses doing making money off of China?
3: Yeah, I think it might be as simple as uh, the relationship with China is practically uh, irresistible and, and untangleable. And so uh, our moral outrage is uh, devoted somewhere else, directed somewhere else.
0: What was the phrase Jim Gray used trading whatever it was, dignity for cash or whatever it is? I mean, I I don't have time to go through everything, all the business we do
3: with China. All of Hollywood, for instance. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. And, uh, you know, well, everything. Everything. Right. (laughs) Practically everything. Right, so I, the whole concept of sports washing and all—it again, it's selective outrage, which is not to say it's misplaced outrage. I mean, if you are like against Hitler but soft on Hirohito, for instance, you know, you're not wrong to be down on Hitler. Mm. Is my point? It just—it doesn't ring entirely <laughs> true. We almost—we are halfway you know,
0: through the show before anybody mentioned Hitler.
3: You know, Michael, often I yell at you for gratuitous, gratuitously ringing the Hitler ding <laughs> yeah. because it was not a gratuitous mention of Hitler, but I think that, uh, I think that had it coming. Yeah. I think that deserved it.
0: Now, yesterday was obviously okay because it was June 6th. I mean, it's one of the most right. important days in the history of the world, and Hitler played a major part.
3: Well, and I haven't looked at the bylaws in quite some time, but when we're discussing the playing of the Hitler ding because of a mention of Hitler, (laughs) is it appropriate to play the ding every time we mention you-know-what again? (laughs) Or during the discussion, should there be a suspension of the ding rules? Uh, Right. Anyhow,
0: and, and again, China executes dissidents daily, I'm guessing.
3: Oh, yeah. Those that it's not raping and torturing. So
0: quit throwing out Jamal Khashoggi's name as if that's the only dissident that's been
3: bone sawed or worse. Yeah, it's it's difficult. There's a tremendous amount of inconsistency and hypocrisy here, and none of it matters that much. It's golf. Um,
0: <sighs> well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not interested from the golfing. I am interested in it from the doing business with evil countries thing. Are we going to have a standard or are we not? Are we going to just pick and choose? Who, who's a villain for doing business with some country and then let somebody right. else skate on it? I mean, that's ridiculous.
3: Yeah, the only the, the only reason I think it's significant in terms of the sports league is that the uh, kleptocrats and oligarchs of the world are, are paying heed to all of this. You mentioned earlier that Saudi Arabia is trying to build a supergiant soccer league, which uh, was a subplot of Ted Lasso, by the way, some, at one point. Hmm. Um, not the Saudis, but it was a, some African warlord guy. But anyway, this is not the last time, say, uh, you know, who's, who else is super rich these days? Uh, Ferner. I mean, Putin used to be, but he's spending who's, all of his money. Who's on, a rich foreigner? Uh, oh, how about that guy who runs uh, Louis Vuitton? Isn't he the richest guy on earth now? I might he runs be. the giant umbrella corporation that owns a lot of fashion. Anyway, uh, he decides he he falls in love with baseball. And he's going to spend $75 billion on getting an alternate baseball league going. And every free agent on the market, he signs for triple what they're worth in Major League Baseball. And offers just scads of money to college grads and AAA players and whatever else. All of a sudden, Major League Baseball is in a panic. And not only that, but the the French guy, whatever his name is, he's building stadiums. Instead of in Cleveland, it's in Akron. Instead of in Chicago, it's like one town outside of Chicago, Mm. and they're holding major league-level baseball games. What's MLB supposed to do? Right. And that's the position uh, the PGA Tour found itself in. And again, I'm not defending Monahan, who who whipsawed his players like no league commissioner ever has in history. Um, But it's a tough spot they were in. Um
0: one interesting aspect of this story is the PGA was not holding events at Trump properties because of, you know, everything that is America currently in pop culture and Trump. So they just thought it was, you know, all, an awful thing to do or too controversial or whatever. With well, this Saudi outfit has been having events at Trump properties and so it's likely the the tournaments are going to come back to Trump golf courses.
3: Yeah, so I so I hear, and it'll be a shared board of directors, more heavily PGA guys than Saudi guys, but the Saudi guys like the head of the board. So, and, and the number of, oh, we don't know, uh, we're not sure. we got to look into that. Uh, that's got to be studied um, at the press conference was hilarious. It's like they decided to stop killing each other. Beyond that, the alliance is an utter mystery.
0: Wow. And so some of these guys got in play next to people that they practically called traitors to their nation?
3: Oh, yeah. Friendships were lost. Bitter things were said.
0: Awesome. Uh, we'll be following that and everything else. Uh, much more on the way. I want to go through some of those texts. I threw out so many questions in the last segment. I want to see how people respond to that. Um, do we want to hear from Mike Pence, who officially got in the race yesterday? I suppose we ought to.
3: You know, I think it's worth it. I thought it was a really nice message. All right. Uh, all that on the way.
2: LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic
1: leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance.
0: So I don't watch much local TV news, and this is a local TV, San Francisco longtime newscaster. Do you know Frank Somerville, Katie? I do. You like personally know him? Uh, in, because because uh, if you personally know him and have a relationship with him, you I might have to uh, change the tone of my uh, comments because I don't want to, you know.
3: No, not a personal friendship. Or at the least, have Katie recuse herself. You've insulted my friends many times. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you treat her right, better than, than they, normal? Well, I just I
0: just well, I just know. From doing this job that it's easy to not be treated like if you're a minor celebrity, to not be treated like you're actual human being with actual human feelings. I mean, because people say things to me in person or on the text line or whatever that are just horrific. I mean, (laughs) if it was just like a regular person. But we come to believe that like people on TV or radio or whatever, you know, I've said all kinds of horrible things about celebrities that I would never say about just, you know, person down the hall with the same problem. But this poor Frank Somerville, longtime KTVU newscaster in the Bay Area, who apparently has a drinking problem of some sort.
3: Uh, yeah, got, got it's got. it's become, it's it showed its ugly head on air a while ago. So
0: that's how he originally got booted? He was drunk on the air? Right. Did we ever there, play clips of that? That sounds entertaining.
3: I could find some for you. <laughs> it, it was, was it? very slurry. Uh-huh. Super slurry. And then I believe it was in December of this last year, he... Crashed his car and it ended up being a DUI situation. Yeah.
0: Well, so the most recent thing is he got in a fight with his ninety-one-year-old dad, Oh and then and his brother apparently yeah. was trying to defend the the the, the family from the drunken Mister Somerville, and uh, he's now, yeah, yeah, taking a
3: turn for the worst, taking a battery charge while already on parole for his previous situation. So it's it's oh, not oh, golly. good. But, but so, you know, when you say fight with his his nonagenarian dad, they didn't like square off, did they? Uh, well, did it it t- was it was pretty. Apparently, it was violent. There's no thank goodness. There's no video footage of it or anything like that. Thank but... goodness that'd be awesome. No, oh, oh, <laughs> sick. He's sick. I don't like seeing old people get hit. Come oh. on, Jack. Well, it
0: sounds like they got the best of it. So <laughs> oh, that they ended up on the winning end. So, but uh, the, the, what I found interesting in the New York Post version of the story. I mean, it's getting national coverage. So. Um, they have the picture. They have the mug shot, which you're looking. He's looking like you look if you've been drinking all day long and fight your father and brother. You, you know, there's yes. a certain look you would have. Yes, if you if it. you ended up in that situation. and then next to it, they've got the I'm I'm you know I'm your evening newscaster.
2: Yeah, it's with like Nick thing. The perfect hair Nolte and the perfect thing. teeth
0: and the yeah yeah. We're on your side. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly yeah so
3: anyway it's unfortunate it could happen yeah, to anybody it's right? highly unfortunate nip that drinking problem in the bud folks that's our point in bringing this up right, right. maybe i don't know
0: yeah you want to work with uh want to work with us <laughs> <laughs> want to work
3: with harold green <laughs>
0: you that related to harold green katie no <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or maybe i should
2: say yes <laughs>
0: our favorite newscaster blow up of all time. Uh anyway, well that's unfortunate. I hope that gets turned around. Um at some point I guess we'll get to um Mike Pence announced yesterday. Did, what you give, what do you what, what are your betting
3: odds on Mike Pence? Oh, he's a huge long shot. I mean really really a long shot. The only reason I I'm in favor of playing a clip of his announcement video is that it was strikingly traditional and patriotic and serious in that kind of vanished way of Republicans.
0: He's got the most practiced, pleasant listening face of anybody I've ever seen. He really puts on yes. the I'm thinking deeply about this. I'm kind of I'm kind of pleasant.
3: I am cheerfully attentive right now.
2: <laughs> Look at me. Oh, yeah.
0: He's really worked on that well. Um if you miss an hour get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
2: Armstrong and Getty The Armstrong and Getty Show
0: I grew up in a tiny town in North Dakota Woke was what you did at 5 a.m. to start the day Anger, yelling, infighting That's not going to cut it anymore Let's get things done I'll bet he and I would have a lot in common. That's uh, Doug Burgum, who announced he's running for president. He's the governor of North Dakota. He grew up in a tiny town in North Dakota. I grew up in a tiny town in South Dakota and grew up in a tiny town in western Kansas. I don't have in common with the fact the, the fact that he's a billionaire. And uh, that's one of his claims to fame is that he's a very successful businessman.
3: Hmm. And uh, he's running for president. I didn't MBA. know there are enough people in North Dakota to become a billionaire.
0: Uh, got an MBA from Stanford.
3: Me too. Well, no, no, that's right. I didn't.
0: Um, went out and made a gazillion dollars and moved back in uh, 1983. Hmm. Lived back in North Dakota. Anyway, um, I've heard good things about him. It's difficult to go from zero name recognition, especially in the modern era, to uh, to
3: getting the nomination. You know, half of me, part of me thinks it might be easier in the modern era. Who knows? He could catch fire. Hmm. Yeah, you might Mark be it right. could spread in a, in a hurry. I don't know. Uh, adolescent uh, girls decided they were boys all of a sudden and were supposed to take it seriously, for instance. Hmm. Ideas spread quickly. Anyway, uh, some more on some of the candidates. Uh, Chris Christie getting nasty. Mike Pence getting all dignified and conservative. Um Various announcements and speeches. thought I'd read you this email real quickly, Jack. We were quoting Stephen Smith of ESPN earlier. Or ESPN or TNT? ESPN. I okay. think
0: he's on both. but
3: That he can't possibly vote for Biden because he's ridiculous. I got this note from uh, one of our sad, angry listeners who writes pretty frequently. Stephen A. Hole Smith once said, we don't need to know what's in the vaccine. And you play the clip, dumbass. Don't you remember? Maybe you should smoke weed and improve your memory. Wow. So uh, constructive criticism and some good advice. So thank you, sir. Thank you for weighing in. You may recall yesterday on the show, we were talking about um, how uh, corporate execs have found themselves in a bit of a quandary because according to the wall street journal, and we, we quoted this yesterday um, that the companies, the boards of directors, CEOs are feeling pressure to speak out on social issues and political issues. The quote was, um, CEOs spent the past few years adjusting to a world in which investors customers and employees expected corporate leaders to align themselves with social causes and we were yelling So what if you're a paint company make paint if you're a coat company, sell me a coat that'll keep me warm, etc. Leave it alone. Well, it's a little frustrating, honestly, that the Wall Street Journal just made quick and vague references to investors, customers, employees, expecting them to make statements. Credit the New York Post in going deep on the question and explaining it quite brilliantly. Executives at companies like Nike, Anheuser-Busch, and Kate Spade, and they mentioned the infamous, uh, infamous uh, Dylan Mulvaney tie-in. Con- controversial trans influencer, ridiculous female impersonators, my phrase. Anyway, these companies are not, are, are not just virtue signaling. Uh, they're handing out lucrative deals to once w- were, uh, want, what were once considered fringe celebrities because they have to or risk failing an all-important social credit score that could make or break their businesses. At stake is their Corporate Equality Index, their CEI score, which is overseen by the Human Rights Campaign, the largest BBQ uh, plus minus times uh, political lobbying group in the world. This HRC which has received millions of dollars from George Soros Open Society Foundation, is the enforcement arm of what we were describing yesterday. And that's that the woke states, California, New York, and a few others that have ginormous trillion-dollar pension funds say to the giant money managers, if you want our trillions of dollars, you're going to join us on this, uh, this uh, what is it, the CEI score thing. And you're going to insist on it from your other clients, or you're going to tell them, for instance, Home Depot or uh, or Bud Light. Hey, Anheuser-Busch, if you don't get a high enough score of this CEI, we're not going to do business with you. We're not going to help you. And so it's like a twice-removed pressure racket, more than 840 people. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Businesses that attain the maximum 100 total points earn the coveted title Best Place to Work for LGBTQ Equality. Uh, more than 840 U.S. companies racked up high scores, according to the latest report. The HRC, which was formed in 1980 and started the CEI, that social credit score, China style, in 2002, is led by Kelly Robinson, who worked for Barack Obama in 08. The HRC lists five major rating criteria, each with its own lengthy subsets for companies to gain or lose CEI points. So here's your woke rating. Number one, workforce protections, no discrimination, et cetera, et cetera. Five points possible. I'm fine with that. And, again, there are subcategories under this, but we won't spend that much time. Two, inclusive benefits. 50 points possible. Criteria here includes providing health care for same-sex couples. And that's fine. That's between you and your employees. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, three, supporting an inclusive culture. Here we go. Right. Including gender-neutral dress codes, trans-inclusive restrooms, and facilities. What panels. are
0: gender-neutral dress codes?
3: I guess... If a woman can wear a shirt with bare legs, so can a dude. A skirt, I should say.
0: Are there any workplaces that have any dress codes anymore? I guess because I live in California. Maybe maybe the rest of the yeah. country does. And California certainly doesn't
3: seem to be any standard anywhere I go. Well, and we're in the wacky world of media, too. I think even you can work like, for a giant insurance company.
0: Maybe, but he got, I feel like even banks and stuff like that, at least in California, is pretty cash at this point.
3: Yeah, but the the point is it's gender neutral. So if a if a woman can wear a uh, spaghetti strap and short skirt, so can a dude who claims he's a chick. Mm. So here's where it gets really uh, nasty. Because again, most of that stuff's in like internal, and I don't think these people should be meddling with it. And I don't think they and George Soros should be pushing these ideas because I don't like some of them, but. Number four is corporate social responsibility. That's 20 points possible marketing or advertising to LGBTQ consumers, which would include Nike and Bud Light's use of Dylan Mulvaney. So they've got to do it to keep their score up. So the giant financial monsters don't hurt them. And then finally, five responsible citizenship. Minus 25 points deducted if a company gives money to organizations. This is a quote whose primary mission includes advocacy against LGBTQ equality, which is not defined, but could easily include Christian groups or any uh. conservative group that, for instance, is against experimental treatments for confused adolescent girls. Wow. Permanent mutilation of their bodies. If you say I'm not comfortable with a confused 12 year old permanently altering her body for some temporary identity crisis. You will, be, you will lose big points if there's any relationship between your company and somebody expressing what I just expressed. And so there's enormous pressure on them now through this Chinese-style are-you-woke uh, score. James Lindsay, friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, uh, who runs the site called New Discourses and co-wrote the brilliant uh, Cynical Theories book with uh, Helen Pluckrose, told the uh, New York Post that the human rights campaign administers the CEI ranking like, quote, like an extortion racket, like the mafia. It doesn't just sit back passively either. HRC sends representatives to corporations every year telling them what kind of stuff they have to make visible at the company this year. They give them a list of demands, and if they don't follow through, there's a threat that you won't keep your CEI score. Well, the, and this is all under the umbrella of the ESG environmental, social, and governance thing.
0: Right. If the question is, is this powerful enough incentive to get these companies to, you know, react? I think the proof is in the pudding. I mean, it's evident everywhere you look
3: that they're they're successful that in they're their su- pressure yeah, campaign.
0: Yeah, yeah. Something had to explain it. This explains it.
3: Yeah, well, it, it's satisfying in a way to see the backlash uh, leaving as serious a mark as it has. Although, you know, there's part of me that thinks a, a lot of corporate boardrooms and CEOs are thinking, for instance, at Anheuser-Busch, I just want to make suds that people suck down, make ugly people better looking, make boring <laughs> people more interesting, and let you forget your problems for a little while. <laughs> I don't care about any of this stuff. Um, but they're being pressured. And and I think it's worth mentioning um, And again, this is the New York Post, but as a result of all of what we were describing, some American CEOs are more concerned about pleasing BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street Bank, who are huge shareholders of the biggest corporations. And that's how they can pressure them so severely. Uh, they're, They're more concerned about that than irritating conservatives, numerous sources told the Post. Gotcha. BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street Bank. Have you noticed uh, BlackRock lately has been running those feel-good commercials about firefighters are everyone's heroes, and every firefighter is a saint, and we love firefighters, and we handle their retirement fund. We're BlackRock. So they're doing some real serious image campaigning, and I Mm. wonder if that's part of this. Probably. Meanwhile, they're twisting arms at corporate America to go woke. Thanks for nothing.
0: A couple things before we take a break that... um from the text line golf and hitler that's all joe talks about
3: it's pretty accurate if i could only play golf at the berlin municipal golf course my <laughs> life would be complete
0: and this because you've spoken about this there's been a huge uptick in shingles cases nationwide for some is reason right i didn't know that i wonder how many of those people got the COVID jab and is there any relation i don't have any idea of that but you mentioned you know people that have gotten shingles i had only heard of it in my life, barely, until recently. So,
3: Yeah, I don't have that many close friends. I can't imagine why. Um, but <laughs> uh, Two of them have had terrible, excruciating cases of shingles lately. Although, I'm not even sure if one of them got the jab and the other one got it years ago. But, you know, its I, I don't think that's probably the case, but it's not impossible. And Diane Feinstein got
0: shingles, unless that was one of the close friends mm-hmm. you were referencing.
3: Uh, well... It's time to admit it. She and I had a fling a while ago. We've remained friends. It was 50 years ago we had the fling. (laughs) Wow. Um, It's simple. They love each
2: other. That's right. (laughs) That's
3: right, Mr. President, sir. Thank you. It was beautiful while it lasted. Joey, it's
0: simple. They love each other. The two dudes on the street kissing in 1958 or whatever. It's Whatever simple.
2: they love each other. Whatever. What
3: did, what did I say fifty years ago? Yeah, it was beautiful. I was an elementary school student, and she was in her forties. <laughs> other than that, it was beautiful.
0: Important. It was a different
3: time, Jack.
0: Important update from Apple. Part of their big announcement that came out yesterday. You should be aware of. I'm very. I'm more excited about this than the Face Computer that they announced yesterday.
3: That's a terrible name,
0: I don't I know. Way. I agree. I want to, I wanna like... Face computer. I want to email Tim Cook and say, face computer does not sound like something you want.
3: All right? Well, and every computer's kind of a face computer. What part of you do you look at your computer with? Not the fact that phone. it's on your face. I guess well,
0: they want to call it... I don't know why they don't want to call it a headset. I don't know.
3: I, I don't know. Hey, nice I, face I, computer, Jim. I just, ah, it's never going to catch on. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the guy standing by the road saying, the
2: motor car will never
3: catch on. Uh, but I have no desire for that thing.
2: Yeah, but what Unless
3: if they can do super great golf simulations, or, I don't know, watch the speeches of certain uh, 20th century leaders back in the day. <laughs> You're only I mean, two hobbies. <laughs> <you> <laughs> pick one. Right. Uh, but so,
0: lots of stuff on the way. Stay here.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: AutoCorrect is also getting more capable with refreshed design to better support you as you type. And in those moments where you just want to type a ducking word, well, the keyboard will learn it, too.
0: So the new Apple software. So they announced a whole bunch of stuff yesterday. Biggest update to the watch that's ever been made. Blah, blah, blah. We talked about the new face computer headset VR thingy that's $3,500. Woof. I read, yeah, the, the, I read the full review by the Wall Street Journal reporter last night, by the way. So she hadn't used it yet as of yesterday morning when we talked about it. And then she used it at the big seminar and then wrote about it last night. Uh, the one thing that stood out to me, is she said it's the best 3D, watched some of the movie Avatar in 3D, said it's the best 3D experience she'd ever had. She's never mm-hmm. been on board with 3D. She's never thought it's going to catch on. She's always been underwhelmed by 3D and thought that this... Apple headset 3D thing was like, wow. So I don't know. Maybe that's the breakthrough there. Although what am I gonna have? Me and my kids all get thirty-five hundred dollar headsets so we can watch I don't know. Um anyway, so the fact that they're gonna fix the autocorrect so that you can it's about ducking time. I think we all know <laughs> what that's about. I don't understand why the autocorrect it took has taken such a step backwards with all this talk about artificial intelligence. Here's the weird one that I don't get. All the time, I voice text into my, uh, you know, my phone, and it, and I can see the words come out, and they come out correctly. Then it changes it to something wrong. Right. That, that makes zero sense to me. So you understood me properly. You understood, I'm going to the bathroom, I'll be right back. But then you change it to, I'm going to buy a giant cat. Why?
3: Yeah, I, you might as well ask your dog about daylight saving time as ask me about how this works or doesn't work. But you're right. I think we've all had that same experience. Well, go and back then, to, and then you hit send because you saw, yeah. it, you know, dictating correctly and you hit send and then you sent nonsense. Right. Well, go back to what
0: it was before. That's what I don't get. No, I don't know. I claimed I don't know anything about coding or anything like that. But anybody who's used an Apple product can tell it was better before. So go back to the way it was before. Tim yeah, Cook, or whatever your name is.
3: Tim Cook. Engineers are in love with engineering, and they feel like it's progress, and they're proud of what they did, no, it's and they clearly, don't use it like normal people. It's clearly worse now than it was before the last update. The Apple
0: people, if you're listening, it's clearly worse, without a doubt. Um, oh, we got this text. So we were talking earlier in the hour, this article I came across about how they think some of the demand for therapy that is overwhelming the therapy system in America right now is so many people don't have human connections that it's making us nuts, and we're getting a human connection through a therapist.
3: Wow. So we're looking for a friend.
0: Basically, we're buying a close friend that we can talk to in person. When we might have close friends we could talk to in person, we just don't. We just text with them or don't ever get together. I, th- I think that's really interesting. And then also another article that I came across on uh, how the whole therapy thing has just started is just permeated society to the point now that we feel, uh, you know, any tragic thing that happens in your life, death of a loved one, losing a job, divorce, you name it. Requires therapy, wherefore, you know, all of mankind, people somehow got through these on their own and everybody wasn't a miserable wreck having gone through the tragedies that happened to everybody without professional therapy.
3: You know, granted, there have been horrible things that have happened in schools, some of which are, you know, unspeakably terrible, but I'm struck by how often have you heard when something bad happens at an office or a school or whatever counselors will be on
0: hand. Right.
3: As opposed to people will huddle with their friends and hug and put a uh, helping arm around and talk it through.
0: Oh, we got this text. I'm no scientist. or Well, we got a number of texts from people say, yeah, th- I think her- therapy has ha- helped me or my sister. Got a bunch sure. of texts from people who say I've done it for years and I don't think it's done me any good. I'm I'm not claiming that it's useless. I think we're overusing it or over-relying on it. I definitely believe that. Uh, We got this. I'm no scientist or psychologist, but it seems to me that most people do have the inner strength to mentally and emotionally overcome traumatic events. They had to. Otherwise, I think we would have gone extinct a long, long time ago. I would agree with that. Are we saying every generation prior to us, our parents, our grandparents, their parents, were all just completely emotionally messed up from whatever happened in their lives because something happens in everybody's life. All the people coming out of the Great Depression were horribly damaged and because they didn't have therapy, because practically nobody probably got therapy for that, uh, they were horribly damaged people. Or is
3: is the is the unspoken perception that uh, people back in the day, they didn't feel things like we do now. They didn't have the pressures and the stresses and the anxiety that we do in the modern world, which is you know, often the conceit of modern people. Those people right. 100 years ago were so stupid.
0: I don't, oh I don't actually have the answer for this, but I think it's a hell of an interesting question. I mean, back in the day, it was common to lose a child. Common. More common than not. Uh, they didn't get any therapy somehow survived it and weren't, you know, abusive or incapable of working or any of the other things.
3: I don't know. Right. Partly because they had people around them who had shared experiences, similar experiences Ah. and and a a personal network as well. Maybe that's it. You couldn't avoid a personal network of friends and family around you for most of human history. Yeah. You wouldn't have survived without it. Well, right. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And now we've designed a system where we pretend we're in touch with people.
0: And then hire somebody to talk to about our real problems, I guess. Exactly. Um, If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand.
1: Armstrong
2: and Getty.
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void word prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We went from normal life,
1: healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.
3: Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.